God could have blessed him with just a hand-to-mouth existence, but he gave him more than he needed. Through Abraham, God has shown that abundance is not only his will for you, but also your birthright. The following are a few more examples. Both kings David and Solomon were wealthy beyond anything we can imagine. In 1 Chronicles chapter 22, verse 14, it states that King David, I have prepared for the house of the Lord a hundred thousand talents of gold and a thousand thousand talents of silver and of brass and iron without weight for its in abundance. The Bible goes on to say of Solomon, Chronicles 2 chapter 9 verse 22, Thus Solomon excelled all kings on earth in riches and wisdom. Joseph, who was sold into slavery by his brothers, later became the grand vizier of Egypt and was Pharaoh's right-hand man and acquired great wealth. His father Jacob became very wealthy working for his uncle Laban. Genesis chapter 30 verses 42 to 43, it states, But when the cattle were feeble, he put them not in. So the feebler were Laban's and the stronger's were Jacob's. And the man increased exceedingly and had such cattle and maidservants and manservants and camels and donkeys. Job too was very wealthy. Job chapter 1 verse 3, it says, he possessed 7,000 sheep, 3,000 camels, 500 yoke of oxen, and 500 female donkeys, and very many servants, so that this man was the greatest of all people of the East. As you can see, all the references above in the Bible of these great individuals describe how wealthy they were, and it mentions it in a positive way, not in a negative one. I can find countless other references. If you want more information about the wealthy people in the Bible, there is a series of books published on this topic, entitled The Millionaires of the Bible Series, by Catherine Ponder. It is worth a read. Please rest assured, the pursuit of material wealth is not negative. It is the greed that is negative. Not all wealthy people are greedy. There are certainly very upright believers of God today who are wealthy, and yet their righteousness is not called into question. If wealth is what you want, you can have it and still be a person who walks in faith. God wants you to enjoy life and prosper. We will get into much greater detail about that later in the book. I would like to return to a previous question. Do we have the power and the right to ask God for anything? As I mentioned in the introduction, the answer is a resounding yes. God has infused all of us in His essence and His creative power to have, be, and do whatever it is we want. Before you dismiss that, let us see what the Bible says about all this. Let us look in the Bible and explore further. It does not matter what translation or version you have. I have used both the King James Version and New International Versions in this book. Let us dig deeper into the awe-inspiring creative energy God has instilled in you. Let's start from the beginning. Please open Genesis chapter 1 verse 27. So God created man in his own image, and the image of God created he him. Male and female he created them. Now please go to Genesis chapter 2 verse 7. And the Lord formed man of the dust of the ground, and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. These two verses are profound and are often overlooked. However, if you look closer, it tells us clearly that God has made us in His own image and likeness, and that His own breath gave us life. Do you see the implications of this? God created you not only with His own essence, but you have a portion of that creative power as well. When you breathe, that is God's breath going through your nostrils as well. God has made you in His image. Don't you think it's time we tapped into this? Psalms chapter 82 verse 6, I have said, ye are gods, and all of you are children of the Most High. It is further written in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, know ye not that the Spirit of God dwells in you? 
God is within you, and when you believe that, 